I know I have to be careful if I'm going to keep my commitment about the three weeks format that I really can't put this theme song on. So maybe we'll just leave it in the background for a couple of seconds. Making Aliyah Today. You know the song if you're familiar with JM and the AM. And, of course, it's the way we introduce our amazing friend, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Josh Fass, who is the co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh. And this coming Monday, I am looking forward to be part of this incredible journey. I'm the only one that will not be in the category of Jewish hero, but I get to travel with hundreds of Jewish heroes as the first major charter Aliyah flight of the season of this summer leaves from Kennedy Airport and heads from North America to Israel as uh, Olim Chadashim, brand new uh, residents of the state of Israel, are ready to put down their roots in the Holy Land. No cancellations, no postponements. Everybody's ready, even at this time, to go ahead and uh, and uh, recognize the fact and do something about the fact that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Rabbi Josh Fass, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me. It is obvious from our sh- very short conversation off the air moments ago that as excited as you are about every flight, whether it be a group flight, charter flight, etc., uh, there's something extra special about this one. Why is it that you sound a little more giddy about this coming Monday? Giddy, that's a good word. Um, <laughs> uh, there's there's an extra level of excitement, uh, both here in Israel about this flight and I think within the Olim who are planning to come to the airport on Monday. Uh, the fact that over the last uh, week and a half we've had a real conflict here in Israel and where the anticipation of the Israeli audience is an assumption that people are going to defer their aliyah or cancel it. And then when they hear that not a single individual has canceled or deferred their aliyah, and that every single seat is full, and everyone who has been planning for the last week, for the last few weeks and last few months, are still on that plane on Monday, and has given such a booster shot of of, uh, of optimism, of of encouragement, of chizuk to to people here in Israel, and people just can't get over it. So that receptivity that we're going to, and that energy, and that just pride of what the Olim are doing, that's going to be felt as we're feeling it now, but I'm sure it will increase over the next few days. And also the Olim, their their personal decision um, has taken on another added level of, of strengthening their brothers and sisters in Israel, also sending a, a very clear message to the world that this is our homeland, and nothing will deter us, this is where we belong, and we're going to continue to fulfill the fate of our Jewish people. And uh, that added level of meaning to their personal decision of Aliyah has taken on a, a tremendous significance as well. Well said. And and what's interesting is that just logistically, you know, because of what's going on, you'd think that, I don't know, especially among the singles out there, maybe, you know, those with a more flexible schedule, that they that for whatever reason, again, you know, something could happen within their own uh, family or, you know, people who are traveling back and forth who they're depending on to be in Israel, whatever the case may be, you'd think that at least one would have a reason to pursue bone uh, at this time even for uh, you know even until your august flight but it's amazing how that flight will be full on monday and that nobody has altered their plans by the way i do want to mention that is the number one we said this yesterday i plan on being on that plane and boy am i looking forward to it it's going to be another amazing experience with nefesh benefesh watching this super bowl of aliyah take place right before my eyes but i do want to remind everybody 
that on the 21st of July, there will be a live webcast. You'll be able to see everything that goes on from when the plane lands and as the celebration begins at Ben Gurion Airport. It is an incredible, an amazing sight. There are people who are up all night watching it. Uh, all you got to do is go to nbn.org.il slash live, nbn.org.il slash live, and you'll be able to access the uh, incredible webcast. I'm sure even you are amazed after all these years. You know, the first time is one thing, Rabbi Fast, but after all these years, you have so many devoted and new viewers who continue to watch every single time. It's it's extremely emotionally charged event, and uh, I, this is flight number 51 for me. Wow. Charter flight 51. I'm not talking, we're not even counting the, the close to 200 group flights. Right. But this is Charter Flight 51, and it's as... Oh, that's right! We were on uh, 50! That's right! I'm as giddy as, uh, as, as, as uh, I usually talk, talk about the ones <laughs> uh, years ago, about the, the upcoming flight. That's right! We were on 50, if you recall. That we was, were on 50. We were on 50, so now we get to start the next half a century of, uh, of, of flights. Um, d- tell me about, you know, I asked this to, to Mark Rosenberg yesterday. Uh, it always seems to me that when you're away from this situation, as tense, and I'm not minimizing what everybody young and old is going through in Israel. You know, I would never do that, and I believe me, our prayers are with everybody, and we hope that the ceasefire, at least from the angle of getting some shalom v'shalva in Israel, does in fact take effect tomorrow morning or earlier. Uh, but it always seems to me that when you're not in this situation, there's more worry, more tension. Because you're betocha inyan, because you're actually going through this whole situation, is it in any way, I don't know, a little different than for us who are watching from thousands of miles away? I would divide it. I, think, I agree psychologically that whenever you're removed from anything, um, things are exacerbated until you're betocha inyan, until you're, you're rolling up your sleeves and you're close and there's a proximity to whatever you're experiencing. Let's say, God forbid, a family member is sick and you're a thousand miles away or a hundred miles away. Obviously, everything gets uh, exaggerated or exacerbated. You feel you're pining to be close to that, to that situation. So obviously, when you're closer to things, a, a different reality and a different context sets in. So, yes, I'm, I'm sure, and I see it, people from afar, they're seeing every single siren, they're seeing every single, uh, every single Iron Dome interception, right. and uh, they're holding their breath. Uh, sadly, with anything, you, you habituate yourself to any situation and get used to situations, and here it's been a, it's been a week and a half. There have been scary moments, and you get used to some of the, some of these issues. Um, however, that's that's for most of the country. But individuals living in the South are really uh, are really uh, having a difficult time. It's been uh, countless countless uh, dozens of of air raids uh, every single day. It's just, it's grains on one's nerves, and uh, we've been trying to help our limb living in the South to try to give them some extra support. That uh, over the last few days, and we hope. I mean, we're getting rumors out of Cairo right now. We're hoping that uh, that the ceasefire really takes effect uh, soon. Uh, you've given us a very uh, good overview of a very complicated situation, Rabbi Fast. Curious uh, for your uh, impression about the following. I, uh, this is not to condemn anybody from any previous generation. Believe me, circumstances are never the same. You don't want to judge anybody till you're in their shoes, etc., etc. But it seems uh, just like we've pointed out how it's amazing how the yeshiva kids from this area are heading to the Israeli army at a much higher rate than when we were in school with them, right? You still agree with that. It's it's a totally different situation. And we do know that back, you know, 20 years ago in that era, there there were people who it seemed, you know, were were ready. 
you know, for for whatever reason they decided to leave Israel at a time like this. And it seems like I don't know. There are less people. That this is the way it seems. The less people who are who are who are desperately trying to leave Israel. Uh, it seems that the corridor of activity between North America and Israel, which was empty during certain eras, is still active. Maybe not as active as we wish, but is still active. Um, would you say it's all one and the same, that there's some type of spirit in this current generation that has just elevated us in terms of people who live outside of Israel and the feeling we have for the Holy Land? I think there's uh, there's much more of a palpable connectivity. I think the world is much smaller. I think we've experienced the Israel experiences much more than previous generations. We've tasted what it means to uh, to experience Israel on a micro level, and I think people have can almost envision them that, that experience on a macro level. I think just logistically we've created more opportunities of connectivity in our generation, and I think just we've experienced uh, this generation um, a lot of different events that have solidified uh, a certain emotional connectivity. So I agree with you. I think there is there is a trend. I, I hope over the next few years it starts to translate in real exponential growth of Aliyah numbers in North America, which should be, which we should expect. But I would love to see it actualized. Because uh, you're expecting, and I've heard you say this before, you are expecting at some point there is going, at some point in the next few, whatever it is, I guess we'd say years at this point, some type of massive explosion in the world of North American Aliyah, as, as great as it's been till this point, you'd expect there's going to be an upswing of tremendous proportion. I, I, I see. You, you, you look at data from, the, from 1948, and you see the statistics of how many people are coming and how many people are thriving and the retention rates, and you get to a certain tipping point with any statistical phenomenon. Right. And when you get to that tipping point, then we'll see a real jump Hopefully, recession, a, a, whole, a jump within the exponential statistics of Elia. Your July flight is more family than singles and those heading to the Army compared to August? Correct. August is a remarkably different-looking flight than the July flight. July flight, we have 29 families which contribute to 100 children on this plane. So get, a, you know, get enough sleep before you get on the plane <laughs> because you're not going to get any on the plane. We have 54 singles. On the plane, we have, you know, of those 21 soldiers going straight into the Army. Um, we have three families who are landing and going straight to the south. Oh, my 35 gosh. individuals who are moving to the periphery, but three families going straight to the south, which is incredible and heroic, and they haven't uh, uh, changed and altered any of their plans whatsoever. We have uh, just beautiful stories. We have an 88-year-old uh, Auschwitz survivor who is celebrating his birthday on the flight. Oh, my And he's gosh. being reunited with his grandson, who is a lone soldier in Israel. And that's going to be a very, very emotional reunion oh my gosh. Um, of just uh, the implications of what it means to have a grandson fighting in the Army for you, cele- you know, celebrating your birthday, being an Auschwitz. So it's, it's, it's a lot. Um, we have uh, an individual who was who was uh, a girl from Cleveland who was here for the last Amud Anun um, uh, <laughs> and was in the South and and now and and she she concretized her decision to make Aliyah when that was happening in the South two years ago and now she's making Aliyah again <laughs> during Sukaitan a, a different kind of mission at the defensive edge and we're seeing 
We're seeing interesting things. We're seeing, you know, in February we announced on your show that we were doing something different. We were finally giving the dentist exams, the dental exams and licensing in America for the first time. And for the first time we have a person who took that exam and passed that exam and making Aliyah with his family. So we're seeing already the fruits of our labor of trying to change the the bureaucracy, trying to, to ease the process, trying to have individuals receive license approval already before they make Aliyah, and that itself prompted already family just weeks after to make Aliyah. And we're seeing a whole different trend of individuals, even though I've said many times before that 80% of the Olim come to Israel without having jobs lined up. We see a trend on this flight of individuals who have already lined up employment, waiting for them upon arrival. We have two Google um, individuals, one Ernst and Young, another physician going to Shari Tzedek, which is also interesting to see the families already uh, buffing the system, um, having jobs already uh, waiting for them, for, which, is, which is unique uh, for when upon their aliyah. So uh, they're, they're very beautiful stories on the plane. Uh, obviously, when you see families and their children and uh, the excitement and the stresses, of families making Aliyah, it, it creates a very different atmosphere. It's a different energy, um, which you've seen on different flights, and uh, every flight has its own different uh, special culture, special energy to it. August is going to be very dominated from by like almost 140 Chayil and Bodedim, lone soldiers on the plane. It's a more more singles. Then families, this is more of a family and children flight. We love being, we love being at the forefront of the Jewish media paying careful attention to the Nefesh Benefesh flights. Do you think that Monday you'll attract the general media because of the situation in Israel? Let me tell you, we've, we've almost every single Israel, uh, news outlet, both, uh, online and print have, have shown interest in either joining the flight or covering the flight because of just the phenomenon of individuals from North America making Aliyah despite and, uh, and ha- un- undeterred. And we have a lot of interest as well from international press as well of covering it. And hopefully this gives us the opportunity to also show Jewish pride, show Israel pride, set the record straight also to international media using these moments to leverage it to get good Hasbara, good PR for Israel as well. Right, because you'll be asked on Monday about the, uh, you know... Oh, I'm, I'm sure we will be asked a whole host of questions. Exactly. You'll be asked about what Israel's doing and uh, Correct. and about all the collateral damage, etc. And uh, everyone and we'll needs given, to... We'll be given an opportunity to really uh, set things straight and to give great PR for Israel. I do want to remind everybody that the entire live webcast will be on the Nefesh Benefesh site, nbn.org.il slash live. It's really simple. The second... Uh, uh, the second that plane lands in Israel, you'll be able to start seeing the beginning and then the, uh, in the incredible, in its entirety, the incredible celebration that takes place in Ben-Gurion Airport before everyone uh, splits up and goes to the different areas of the country, which will uh, have new people uh, arriving and establishing routes in the Holy Land. Information about all of this, because I would bet that there are some people out there right now who are inspired by this conversation to uh, start the Aliyah process, you can go to nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il, 866-4-ALIYAH. That's the number four and then Aliyah, 866-4-ALIYAH. Monday morning, I am here, which means I'll give everyone the uh, up-to-the-minute, last-minute details regarding the flight. Tuesday, I'll be in Israel. You'll hear from me after the Nefesh Benefesh flight as I look forward to traveling with the hundreds of Jewish heroes. And then Wednesday, back in the studio where... Um, We'll be able to continue our conversation and to talk about one of the highlights of the summer. 
A lot of people say it's a rough summer in Israel. Well, rough or not, this is certainly one of the highlights of the Israeli summer, the big Aliyah flight for July heading from Kennedy Airport this coming Monday. Rabbi Fass, I look forward to being with you. It is going to be something extra special. Kolakavod to you and your staff. You again have made it happen. And uh, to you, it feels like it's a completely new experience, which is the greatest thing of all. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We look forward to Thank seeing you, you next Nachum. week. Thank you, Nachum. Looking forward to seeing you on Monday. Bezrat Hashem. Rabbi Yoshua Fass is co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh. We will be on the 51st charter flight this coming Monday. And yes, I am very anxious to meet the grandfather and grandchildren that Rabbi Fass just spoke about. The grandfather being an Auschwitz survivor. And I'm anxious to meet all the other people that represent so many incredible stories of modern Jewish history and this incredible move to Israel during the 21st century. It's all coming up. We'll we'll have that experience Monday, and we'll share with you Tuesday from Israel uh, right here at JM in the AM.